We're joined by Jessica Atni Mahar, who's with the uh, Nature Conservancy as the New York uh, Policy and, and Strategy Director. And besides voting for you know, candidates for various uh, state and federal offices uh, this November, there are various ballot measures that people can vote for. And one of them is the uh, called the Environmental Bond Act. So, um, you know, Jessica, maybe just give a brief introduction to Nature Conservancy, but what is the Environmental Bond Act? Great. Well, thanks, Mark, for having me on the program. And the Nature Conservancy is a global conservation organization that was founded right here in New York. Um, and we're really excited to be a part of a large coalition of more than 300 organizations working in support of the Environmental Bond Act. It's called the Clean Water, Clean Air, Green Jobs Bond Act, and voters across New York State will see it on the back of their ballot as Proposition 1. And this measure is really focused on addressing some of the key issues facing our communities, providing clean water, um, protecting public health, and making sure that we're taking action on climate change to address the impacts of extreme weather in our communities and reduce the pollution that causes climate change. So we're really enthusiastic about this opportunity for New York voters to make sure that they can vote in support of these things. Now, I understand the Environmental Bond Act this time is about, was it $4 billion? Yes, it's a $4.2 billion measure, and it's focused on four key priorities. Um, clean water, open space conservation and farmland protection, uh, restoration of natural resources and flood risk reduction, and then climate change mitigation, which is focused on reducing air pollution and combating uh, heat waves. So you mentioned open space. What are some of the, the key um, measures that the um, you know funding would fund in terms of open space? Yeah, so this is a familiar one for New Yorkers who remember our last Bond Act, although that was all the way back in 1996. So a lot of New Yorkers don't remember that. Um, but one of the big things that that measure did and that this measure will do again is conserve open space and farmland. Now, during the pandemic at the Nature Conservancy, we saw about a 300% increase in people visiting our preserves. Likewise, state parks and even New York City parks and our city parks in upstate New York saw similar increases increases. And the good news is they haven't gone away. People are still really getting out in nature. They're doing it as a safe way to recreate with their families and friends. They're doing it for exercise. They're doing it to make sure they have a place to go for solace. And so this Bond Act will provide funding to create additional uh, areas, parks, uh, open spaces for public recreation, and also for wildlife habitat. Uh, and likewise, it'll conserve our family farms across New York State, which are really under pressure and need support to make sure that they can stay in farming long into the future. Now, you know, clean water has certainly been an issue in Rensselaer County, um, you know, with some of the concerns about like who's at falls and actually yes. town of Postonkill now. Um, is there enough money in the Bond Act to, to, to deal with our clean water needs in New York? Or what, well, is, what will be some of the priorities of the Bond Act? 
Yeah, exactly. And and the Bond Act won't deal with all of our priorities, but what it'll do is position us to leverage a lot of other funding sources that have been created. In particular, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act and the Inflation Reduction Act, as well as other state funding that exists. So this Bond Act will infuse hundreds of millions of dollars into upgrades to our wastewater infrastructure, our sewers. Um, A lot of our sewers in New York State need replacing or repairing, Um, as well as our stormwater systems. You know, during Hurricane Ida, we saw New Yorkers lose their lives to flooding. And what we're realizing now is we need upgrades to our stormwater systems to make sure that they're able to deal with the amount of rain that is happening in these extreme storms that we're getting. It'll also help replace lead service lines. We still have people drinking out of lead service lines, which is a a pollutant that's toxic to people's health. Uh, We want to make sure that those get upgraded. And this will also help our farmers and our rural areas by uh, helping reducing soil loss from runoff and improving soil health and restoring buffers between farms and streams. So there's a lot of great Uh, funding in here for New York State. And also, this is well aligned, as I said, with those federal programs. So this positions New York to leverage that money and draw more of that federal money down into New York State. Yeah, I I think it was a hurricane Irene, maybe almost a decade ago at this point. But that really caused a lot of um, flooding in upstate New York, particularly in rural communities. You know, will rural communities be, you know, getting a share of the funding for this? Absolutely. And that's another part of the Bond Act is flood risk reduction. You know, we had serious impacts in upstate New York from Irene and Lee, as you said, and we've had big storms since then. And when these storms come, they're blowing out infrastructure. One example is our culverts, which are the pipes that carry water beneath the road where the road meets a stream. And, you know, I had a colleague who was a volunteer firefighter uh, during Hurricane Irene in the Adirondacks. Um, who saw roads blow out, and it was the only way in and out of those towns. It was the only way that people could get uh, from his town to a hospital. So these are real serious issues when they occur, and they can snarl people's daily lives for weeks and months. And so the Bond Act will provide funding to upgrade our transportation infrastructure, like our culverts, our roads, our bridges, to make sure that they can withstand uh, the additional water that's coming with these storms. And it'll also help protect natural areas that act as buffers. So in our coastal areas, both on our ocean coasts and our lake coasts in upstate New York, as well as our river areas, we have a lot that's going on in communities that can be enhanced to protect natural areas like wetlands and uh, stream banks uh, and other areas that hold that water and prevent some of that flooding. So absolutely, this is a measure that will touch down not only in our cities, but in our rural areas as well. So we have about three minutes left. I'm going to try to sneak in two questions. The first mm-hmm. question, as you mentioned, climate. What, what What's the climate part of this? Sure. Well, in addition to dealing with the impacts of climate change like flooding, this will also help New Yorkers who are prone to um, being hurt by uh, heat waves. And we know in particular in our cities that there's an uneven distribution of the urban forests. And in areas that are uh, more disadvantaged neighborhoods than others, uh, these communities have higher incidence of people dying from heat waves. So there's a lot of funding to help with 
cooling centers, urban forestry, uh, green roofs, but also clean school buses, $500 million for zero emission school buses, um, hundreds of millions of dollars for building retrofits for energy efficiency and renewable energy siting. So big money in here, not only to deal with urban heat, um, but also to make sure that we're reducing the pollution that causes climate change. So I guess my question is, who the heck would be opposed to this? Is there any <laughs> opposition to this? There is a bit of opposition. Um, you know, there are people who believe the state's already spending too much money. Um, you know, these are projects that we really do need funded and also will position our state incredibly well to leverage federal funding. Um, this is also a bond act that's going to create nearly 100,000 jobs for New Yorkers. It has strong labor standards and it's focused on making sure the investments also touch down uh, in an environmental justice communities. And so, this is something everyone can support. It's something people from all parties can support. And we're hoping on election day this year, New Yorkers flip their ballots and vote on Proposition 1, which is this bond act. Now, is there uh, a time limit as to when as to you know when the money has to be spent by and how do we pay it back? So this is in the state budget. It's a part of the state's financial plan. And so the amount of uh, bonds that they will issue will fit within the state's debt cap, and it'll be paid for out of existing revenue sources. So this is an opportunity for New Yorkers who are already paying into the system to make sure a portion of what they pay annually already, not, no new tax, but what they're paying into the system is dedicated to clean water and conservation and climate action. Um, and so the pace of the spending will fit within the state's existing debt cap. So if people wanted to get any additional background information or the resources for that? Yeah, there are. Uh, they can head right online to voteyescleanwaterandjobs.com to learn more about the measure. Um, and if they want reminders to vote, um, they can take the pledge to vote and get those reminders uh, when early voting begins and then again on election day itself. Nature Conservancy have a website? We are online at nature.org slash ny. So we've been talking with uh, Jessica Atni uh, Mahar, uh, Nation Conservancy, New York Policy and Strategy Director, Environmental Bond Act, this November at the election. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.